Hi, this is Cree Mitchell again, and I want to talk to you some more in depth about the sovereignty of God. Sovereignty means uh, sovereignty means supreme power, authority, control. And as we talked in the previous um, episode when we were talking about the coronavirus and God, God is all powerful. God is all knowing, and He's all loving, and He will deal with His people. He loves us unconditionally. And no, he did not send this to punish us. Mankind has authority. And mankind shifted the authority to Satan in Genesis chapter 3. And he ate the forbidden fruit. Jesus comes in the Gospels and dies in order to give us back that authority. So that we can rule on it. We are to occupy and we are to rule and we're to subdue until he comes. Again, and and redeems the world to himself. So I want to encourage you that, yes, God's all-knowing, God's all-powerful. And because of his sovereignty, because of his love for us, God will deal with us in circumstances. And he will give us warnings. Don't do this. Don't go there. He will speak to us. He will use people. He will send people to talk to us. When I was eight years old, and and sometimes I talk about my Grandpa Joe. My Grandpa Joe was a man who believed in God, fasted and prayed. Wasn't perfect, but he loved God and he read the Bible. And When I was eight, he set us down, me and some other grandchildren. And I remember him pointing at me and saying, In your lifetime, you will see starvation in the land of plenty. And I was a big little girl, and I kept saying, but Grandpa, this is America. You know, commercials and TV, the land of opportunity. You know, the wheat fields, harvest. You know, it's just like, you know, there's food everywhere. It's like a bread basket. It has everything. And I remember him looking at me real sternly, and he said, and he pointed his finger, he shook it at me, he said, I will not live to see it, but you will. And I need you to listen to me. You will see starvation in the land of plenty. And uh, with the coronavirus and the things that are going on and going in the stores, and I know you've probably got, if you're in the U.S. or other countries even, you've gone in some places and... I was just shocked to see shelves empty. There was no meat in stores, uh, no toilet paper, no paper towels. People were fighting and arguing. There were instances here in the U.S. where um, someone went into the store, I believe it was in Missouri, a relative was telling me, and got mad because they weren't putting out the supplies fast enough for them to buy. Got his gun and just started shooting at the ceiling. People's emotions are raw, and and it's based on fear. And I thought about what my grandfather said, and I could hear him saying, I won't live to see it, but you will. And I thought, and then they were talking about how with the schools being out, a lot of kids are going to go hungry, and there is starvation. I, You know, in certain areas, low poverty areas where there's not much money, factories have closed up. People have been going hungry. 
but it seems to, it just, it took this to jolt me to realize this is what he was talking about. The other thing he told me, he said, there's going to come a time where you're going to have to serve God under your own vine and fig tree. You need to remember that. And with this virus, churches, a lot of churches have been told in a lot of states, a lot of towns, that they need to shut their doors because first they were saying, you know, no more than 10, and then now there's no more than three. And so churches have had to become innovative. And if people have laptops, internets, or whatever, they can listen to services on the internet. Some people have been, churches have been going to the drive-in theaters that are still available and having them there. Others have been having church in their parking lots. They don't have the large congregation, humongous congregation, so they're able to get away with it. But help me see. And uh, a friend of mine called, and and she was like, and it was a couple of weeks ago, prior to a lot of the churches having to do this. And she was saying, I haven't been going out. I said, have you been reading your Bible? Have you been praying? And she said, yeah, I have. I just haven't felt led. I said, sometimes God will take us through phases. Heard a pastor, Pastor Richard, Richard D. Hinton, I think out of Chicago, came to a church I attended and he once said, God will take you through phases. Sometimes let's read the word, read the word, read the, read the word, meditate, meditate, meditate. The next phase may be pray, 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 pray. The next phase may be fast, 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 fast. But whatever the phases he's taking you through, there's a reason for that. And there may be times where he's telling you to do it all at one time, but he may have you centering in on certain things. It's because you need that for that next elevation, the next trial, the next whatever it is you're going through. So I want to encourage you, if you're at home, get in your word, read your Bible, get on the radio, listen to TV. God will direct you. And some of you need to be doing home Bible studies anyway, and you know that. That's And this will spark a flame in you. You can't sit and not do what God is putting in you. And you may need to do a podcast like I'm doing. The ways of getting the word out. It strengthens you, it strengthens other people. God's about touching others through us, through our lives. One of the things I want you to understand is that God will direct our paths. He will lead us. I've, about the first of this month, before our city went on lockdown, and before all the major chaos, and maybe it was, yeah, I was in the store and the Lord began to lead me to do this, do that, do this, do get. This. So I got certain things. And then um, I'm, I have a mother and a sister and, and uh, I told them, I'll go get some things that you need. And I was coming in every day with stuff and they were laughing at me like the next week or for the next two weeks. I was as I, I would be at work and I was praying and I'm like, Lord, show me. And the Lord would say, go get this. So I would go get it and I would bring it to them. And the next thing we know, it was like total chaos. And so ensued. And when I went in, there was no toilet paper, no paper towels, no alcohol. But these were the things the Lord had led me to get earlier. So we were okay. And we we're okay. As well as other things. He will guide us. He will direct us. To, not to the point where you're hoarding up stacks and stacks and stacks of toilet paper and stuff and not giving to others. 
but he will lead us so that we will know what to get, what to do, how to be, so that we are only, not only are we supplied, that's what Psalms 23 talks about, my cup overflows. He will pour it in our cup, but he will also bless us so that it overflows into someone else's life. And so if there's someone with a need, then you will have the things to give them. But it doesn't mean you run out and hoard stuff. I'm just saying, he will direct our paths even in this. Proverbs 16 and 9 says, The heart of man plays his way, plans his way, but the Lord establishes or directs his steps. God will direct our steps. The Bible even says that he will instruct sinners in the way that they should go. I believe that's Psalms 53. He will instruct you if you are willing to listen. He will give you that nudge on the inside to let you know. He doesn't just speak to Christians. He will speak to anyone who will listen because he's a loving father. He loves you whether you believe in him or not. And he will guide you if you listen and if you ask for the help. Romans 8 and 28 says, and we know that all that all things work together for good to those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. He loves us. So he's going to make this, even this virus, work together for our good. There's going to be good come out of it. Hold on to his unchanging name. He's not the author of it, but because it is here, he will move in a mighty way to keep it. There have been other plagues in this country and around the world, and people have survived. I want to encourage you. Psalms 91, 23rd Psalms. Read them, quote them, Psalms 53. He loves you. He, he will keep you. Isaiah 53 and 5. He's got you. He's got this. He does. He does. During the first couple of weeks of this month, when I was going back and forth getting from my mother, I was ill, and so was my mother and my sister. We just thought we had about a flu. So no, we did not get tested. I didn't have it as severe as my mother and my sister did. And I was kind of concerned about my mother, but then I began to pray, and she and I began to do the 23rd Psalm. The Lord let us quote it. We quoted it. I prayed it over her, my family, my relatives, near and far, and friends. And my mother came out of it. The Lord led us to do a few things that we had in the house to take. One of them uh, was a tea we had, and the Lord led us to drink it, and we drank it, and and we prayed, and we believed. I know it was the power of God. I know he will use whatever to get us to where he needs us to be. And the next morning, we both woke up feeling great. And then when they came out on the news with the symptoms, we realized she had the symptoms. We just thought it was a small bout of the flu. So I'm telling you, people are recovering. No, did we take the test to prove it? No. And it may have just been a bad, might have been the flu in the worst case. I don't know. But I thank God for his mercy and his grace. And he keeps us. And I'm encouraging you again. Please do not fear. Wash your hands. If you have alcohol, you know, Wipe things down. If you can get a hand, a hands on gloves, get them. If you're going out and you need a mask, you can make a mask. You can use hot glue, tie a double, double knot, double a scarf and tie it around you. Do what you need to do. Wash off stuff that you buy at the store because there's some silly people that lick stuff saying they have the virus and wanting it to spread it around. 
May God have mercy on them. But I'm encouraging you. Don't fear. And I know fear is something that tries to get to all of us. Encourage yourself in the Lord. Um, King David in 1 Samuel, he was out uh, with his men before he became king and left his family in a town. Came back, his whole family had been taken. His men were so upset with him because they were out trying to protect Israelites, even though King Saul was looking for them. And uh, they talked of stoning David. And the scripture says that David encouraged himself in the Lord. We have to encourage ourselves by reading that word. Lord, you said, reminding him of his promise. You said you would keep us in perfect peace because our mind has stayed on you, because we trust in you. And we're going to keep our mind on you. And that's in the book of Isaiah. Keeping my mind on you, because you said that you would keep me in perfect peace because my mind has stayed on you, because I trust in you. And I'm, I'm, I'm trusting in you, no matter what. I'm going to look that up. That's in Isaiah 26 and 3. You will keep, says, Thou will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. So get in the word. Thank God for each moment, each second, each day of your life. I'm encouraging you, and I keep sensing that there's someone with some lung conditions. God's got this, He's got you. I speak health and healing. Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, touch them right now in Jesus' name. I see them in that bed. You have not forsaken them. You love them. You speak to those lungs. Health and healing, Father. We create new lungs in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. New lungs. We speak health and healing right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Strengthen their legs, their mind, their will, their emotion, Father. Father, what man cannot do, we think, hallelujah, that your spirit, the word and the blood of Jesus does do. And we decree health and healing right now, that they will live and not die and declare your works, Father. Your word says that we live and not die and declare your works, that you chastise us. You have not given us over unto death. And Father, I thank you that this individual lives and does not die. And that you love them unconditionally. And that you have not forsaken them. And I thank you in Jesus' name. And Father, we glorify you right now. We speak over our nation. Father, for healing, for your mercy and grace. Father, we thank you right now that you have not forsaken us. You are with us at this time, and that you are taking us to something greater, that something greater is going to come out of this, in Jesus' name. And we thank you in the mighty name of Jesus. And it's Psalms 118 and 17 that says, I shall not, I shall not die, but live and declare the works of Lord, the Lord. And verse 18 says, he's chastised me sorely, but he has not given me over unto death. So I'm telling you right now, Isaiah 118, verse 17 and 18. 
You shall live and not die and declare the works of the Lord. The Lord gets on us. He does. He corrects us, but he has not given us over into death, according to Psalms 118 and 18. Be encouraged. God loves you. Hallelujah. We speak health and healing. In the name of Jesus, we speak it now over our listeners and over their family members. Lay your hands on your loved ones, on yourself, on your heart, on your stomach. We speak health and healing. We bind any cancers, any diseases, any tumors right now, any blood disorders. We speak health and healing, wholeness, hallelujah, in the name of Jesus. We decree it and we call it done right now in the mighty name of Jesus. We speak God's love and his healing power over you now in Jesus' name. This is Cree Mitchell to saying I love you and God bless you. You can hit me up at Cree, C-R-E, Mitchell, M-I-T-C-H-E-L-L-7 at gmail.com. Let me know what God has done for you. If this is encouraging you, if it's strengthening you, we love you. God bless you. Be encouraged. Do not Fear the best is yet to come. Romans 8 and 28. All things work together for good because we love him and are called according to his purpose. God bless you.